Okay. Welcome to our community. This is Saratoga Best. We're, ta- we're in Parshas Bashalach, and right now we're talking about life skills. We're talking about Gullus and Geula opportunities. That we're saying that the life skill is to turn things around. Why are we saying that? Because Parshas Bashalach, it says, Vahi Bashalach Paro. Now, one second. Vahi Bashalach Paro. Paro is a bad guy. We hear his name and we're like, oh, no, I don't even want to hear his name. I just feel traumatized hearing his name. I mean, he really, he really, he, you know, being enslaved in the triumph, it was a long time ago, but if we were to apply it to what that would feel like today, it's, it, it, it was, it was of Holocaust proportions. You know, it was, it was very, 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 very terrible. So if the Parsha is like Hebeshal of Paro, the, the Parsha is saying something like, oh, he sent us out to Matan Tyra. What? The bad guy did something good, or we got something good out of the bad guy? You mean the good is bad and the bad is good, or? What, what's that all about? But the Parsha is an enigma. And we're going to focus on the part of, of Shabashira, of when you want to transform the enigma, the, the negative to the positive, you sing. You sing. That's the life skill for the, for the week. Um, we're going to see if we can do this. So 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 that that idea, right, that idea of um, Gullus and Gaula, I think the Mithra Rebbe says, ooh, Gullus and Gaula, are two sides of the coin. It's just a question of which side, which side of the coin you choose to focus on. So this idea that Gullus and Gula are two sides of the coin, which which one of them do we choose? That means that if we want to transition from Gullus to Gula, and even if we don't, I wouldn't say it's a a, a wise idea to not want to transition from Gullus to Gula because we're not getting much. I, the only goodies we're getting out of Gullus are. Uh, the, the negative emotions that we're addicted to that create negative, very, uh, you can put it closer, very, very negative and unhealthy, um, chemicals in the body and do us no good whatsoever. So being addicted to those emotions and feeling like, yeah, that's the real me, you know, like don't take it away from me, just means we're deeply addicted to gullus. And, uh, why be proud of that and admit it? You know, it, it's not, uh, it's nothing to be proud of, you know. It's one thing to say, you know, I do have some addiction to gullus. The, 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 uh, uh, let me backtrack and say like this. One of the things in healing we learn is that in biology, that when you have an emotion, it creates a chemical. And when you have the emotion again and again and again, it creates the chemical over and over and over again. Eventually, you've got a chemical buildup uh, in your body. And then eventually, your body will sort of crave um paying attention and using that chemical. You know, in other words, you can only put, you know, you make salads and salads and salads and you put them in the refrigerator. Like at some point, you got to start eating those salads because the refrigerator is over full. Now you've got to use those salads. How many salads can you build up in your refrigerator? You know, that's 25 salads. Okay, you've got to eat them and use them, right? right? So the same thing, when you have these chemicals building up in your body from emotions, um, uh, then eventually, you know, the chemicals are like, use me. They say, use me. So, you know, let's, let's take advantage of it. So let's say if I have a chemical about, oh, life is so hard, ain't it awful, oh, it's so terrible, it's so hard. Oh, my goodness, it's so hard. I, I, whatever. And some, and life is actually quite difficult, right? But when we keep having that same thought about, about, about situations, it creates a chemical buildup in the body. And then we actually, subconsciously look for situations that are difficult to sort of make us feel like we're not fools, you know. Like it's a normal 
Yeah, because because otherwise, you know, you say to somebody, they say, how's your day? You say, oh, terrible. You say, I don't get it. You have tons of friends, wonderful family, lots of money. You live in an amazing place. You, you walk on the beach every morning. You know, you go, you, you watch the waves before you go to sleep. You, 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 you know, you do tons of, tons of this. You have a satisfying job. You, you, you learn Tyra and teach Tyra all day long. What in the world is your problem? And you're like, I don't know. This is really embarrassing. You know, because practically speaking, and you're like, oh, what a day. What a day. What could the day have been about? So, be, and why are we feeling that way? Because the chemicals in my body are saying, what a day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so hard. Oh, it was so hard. Oh, what a day. It's the chemicals. So then I'll look around for, uh, I don't, uh, we will look around for situations to justify it. Like, oh, what a day. Are you kidding? I was about to leave the house and the hot chicken soup spilled all over the milk counter. Okay? Don't tell me it was a good day. All right? Don't talk to me about walks on the beach, okay? If you're taught chicken soup spilled all over your, and we'll almost do it on purpose to justify by using the chemicals, using the chemical. That's what the way it works psychologically, and we all do it. Excuse me. Here's a perfect example now. I'm going to check to see that the recording is on because if I have a heavy chemical addiction today to Ain't It Awful, I'm going to make sure that I we have a really very enlightening shear and I forget to record it, right? And then I'm like, oh, what a day, terrible. So in order to prevent that addiction, I'm going to check that the recording's on. Good. Okay. So now I can't indulge in that addiction. Call, call recording is on. So if that's the case, the game that we want to play, it's not just a game. I'm saying game just because if, if we say the word homework, everybody falls asleep. You know, like, don't, don't give me homework. I'm already out of 12th grade. So a game. Okay, maybe I could do a game. So the game is to have a fun time. Aldera Shabashira. Shabashira is, yay, hey, guys, let's sing and dance. Yay. Do-si-do. Swing your partner. Do-si-do. Shabashira. Shabashira is all about, we're going to see in a minute, hopefully, elevating everything through song. Be, and, and the reason you want to elevate everything through song is because when you're in the struggle of the world, it feels so real. It feels much more real than the Gaula potential. Now, the truth is the Gaula potential, the, the Gaula conversation, there are two conversations going on in your whatever, conscious, unconscious, body, soul, whatever. Obviously, your Nishama is saying, what a beautiful Geula opportunity for a whole new way of doing things. Uh, and your your animal soul is saying, oh, my goodness, what a mess. I can't believe it. I, You know, whatever it is. So they're always in competition. And and the one that's in the, the, the conversation that, that's tied to problems that's coming from your animal soul will work very hard to win. And it's going to say things like, and we've all heard it and we've all said it, oh, yeah? Yeah, I'd like to see you. Yeah, I'd like to see you slip on the ice and then be happy about it, okay? You know, like, oh, really? Yeah? Like, I'd like to see you on the way to an appointment and then you realize there's no gas in the car. Okay? Yeah? I'd like to see you, you know, et cetera, et cetera. What you name it, we're not even mentioning real problems, God forbid. We're just mentioning the problems that we, the, we milk them. 
we milk them. So, so the the Gullah's conversation is going to work very hard to say, I am the real thing, and I represent reality, and all of those sweet little Pollyanna conversations that you call Gaula conversations are really for Pollyanna type of people. If I remember the story of Pollyanna, you know, they didn't like her. She was so positive. They were like, uh, this girl's just too much. And it took a whole, whatever it was, I forget, she fell, whatever, she had some kind of, uh, she fell off a roof, right. And then they turned, remember, they said, like, they had, like, the sad town, or, like, they had, like, they were, like, regular sour people. Oh, there's an old lady. Oh. Oh, yeah, it sounds familiar. Right, so, so here you have Pollyanna. Yeah, yeah and, and Pollyanna's all positive, and people couldn't stand it, because they were, they all were packed up with chemicals of bitterness. And the the bitter chemicals will say, we are reality, you know, <laughs> sweetheart, you just haven't experienced life. When you'll be our age and experience life, you won't be able to speak with this Pollyanna tone. So there is a, there is a hashkafa in the world that, that when you're too positive, you're being like Pollyanna, like she's some fly-by-night, you know, suflagina, too good to be true. And she really had to go through something very intense to prove to them that this is a real way to live. You guys do not represent reality. You, yeah, so it's light. Like, you sour pusses. We can watch it. It's called Go to YouTube, right? I'm sure. I'm sure if you go to YouTube, you'll find Pollyanna, yeah? So, 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 you know what I'm saying? So the, the struggle of the world says, I represent reality. Life is very difficult. You know how you know? There are a few statements called, it's hard to be a Jew. It's doggy dog. You can't always get what you want. Money doesn't grow on trees. Um, a few, like, real cynical stuff like that. And all the, and, and when you get to be older, you get to click, your, like, sort of click your tongue at people and, like, dear, when you'll be my age, you'll understand. I remember, I always used to wonder about that, like, do I get to a certain age where like, they're telling me, you don't know anything about life. When you're my age, you will know something about life. And then I got to that age, and I don't know anything about life. I, I didn't, it didn't happen. It didn't happen that I now know something about life. Yeah, I did. I got, after a certain few decades of learning Hasidus, I got to the point where I realized those people were wrong. It's not true. In other words, those people got it completely wrong. When you get to my age, I don't know whatever age it is. Let's say when you get to age 50, so then you're, you know, you'll realize that life is just very sour and bitter because life is difficult. So then, then you think, huh, is that true? Then you learn Hasidus, and Hasidus says, don't even listen to those guys. They got it all wrong. These are people who are deeply addicted to gullus and, and misery loves company, and they want to prove to you, they don't know how to get out of it, and they want to prove to you that gullus is reality. And, and then if you say, well, what do we do with, what if they're Jewish? And you say, well, what do we do about, but we need Mashiach. So what's it going to be like in Mashiach time? I don't know. I don't want to talk about it now, okay? I have an appointment with the dentist because I have a toothache, <laughs> right? Or something like that. You can. So they have it. They have a down pat as Gullus is reality. You'll grow up and you'll find out that struggle is the real thing and that, and that, you know, these dreams are, I don't know, yeah, 
for some space cadets. For some space cadets. And then you learn in Hasidus that all those people who said, when you get to my age, you'll understand life, that they're wrong. When you get to their age, you're supposed to have the wisdom to see that life is good. And Hashem should not test us by, you know, giving us, God forbid, te- tough things. So, so, so says, says the Parsha, Parsha's Bashalach, that how do you get out of, how do you get out of that deep addiction to, oh, it's so awful. Oh my goodness, it's so terrible. Oh, which, oh, the tea is already cold. Oh, what a day on top of everything. The tea is cold and I can't get my hand to the crackers and anyway, there's no time to eat. And like, oh my goodness, and I had to rush here and I'm so stressed. Oh, right, all that stuff. How do you get out of it? Sing. Sing. So we're going to sing because no, oh. I'm feeling like, every time you oh. say that, I'm like, okay, sing. okay, yeah. we're going to go off the recording and sing for a second. Okay. By the way, I want to say that actually, I think um, this year should be Ilunishmas Tivarle Abbas, Chaim Aaron. Chaim Aaron, because while we sit here, we can see her house. Yeah. So the uh, Gullah's conversation is like, it's very hard and sad. And the Gula conversation is, hey, we're doing this year together with her. <coughs> we're sitting here and looking out the window at her house, so she's with us in the year. So that's how we got a message from Hashem that she wants to be part of this year or 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 run the year, probably. So hey, run the for Aaron. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway, okay. So, what are we saying here? We're we're saying this idea of of song is from a whole different frequency, and it takes you to a place where the strong pull of the gullus conversation is not nearly as strong. It's loosened, and once it's loosened, then because there are two conversations, kind of either screaming loud or screaming, screaming quietly, the Rebbe keeps sending us the Geula conversation, and it's it somehow it's not getting through as strongly when we're in a moment of stress. Now, I'm going to stop the recording and ask you why. Okay, so if we're getting back to that idea of of when you see that when we get into a struggle and we get used to that struggle and people try to help us, do me a favor, you know, as soon as we, somebody says, I can help you really, but you don't have to be struggling so much with, you know, you don't have to be walking with a cane or you don't have to this and that. And by the way, I've seen such, to me, heartbreaking situations. Of, you see people that are in a transition. You know, they start to walk with a cane or whatever, and you say, it doesn't have to be me, but I can tell you many different methodologies you can go for this kind of healing and that one and that one and that one and that. You don't have to come to me. There are many different methodologies to help you not have your cane. And when they say, do me a favor, okay, you don't understand what I'm going through. And then Rahmanuslan later on in life, you see that they they miss the, the, the window of opportunity. And now, God forbid, it's a whole different. It's very heartbreaking. But obviously, they just felt like they 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 they. I'm sure you've seen it before. Yeah. People where you catch them at a certain point, even just someone young that they're like, they're into ain't it awful, and you say, let's work it out, and do me a favor, leave me alone, right? And then you see that 
they kind of wanted to get much worse to the point of sort of no return. And then they say, oh, yeah, 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 you think you can fix this? No. In other words, they, they kind of sabotage it. I shouldn't say a day. We. We. So that brings us back. So, by the way, so singing is of a totally different frequency. When we are in the gullus mode, we can't, you can't solve the problem from inside of, of the problem. We all know that, right? Singing is not from inside of the problem, from a different frequency. Shira, Shabbat Shira. I when I was a kid, I always I loved musicals. Right. So so one okay. So the life skill for this week is when you find yourself in a in a gullus in a gullus mood, sing because it's a, a completely different frequency that is outside of the realm of the gullus mood, and um, it, it's completely different. It, 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 if you lift up to that mood, you kind of, you forget. No, but then we're, we're can't do this. So, um, we're just saying that when, when we're talking about, about Yudshvat, et cetera, um, and we're talking about Shabbashira, which comes this week, um, this particular Shabbos, Shabbos Kaidish, um, um, we say that, oh yes, it's a famous It means literally, I guess it's a Mishnah. I'm not sure. Um, in the Sefta Shabbos, uh-huh. which is a Gemara, I guess. Uh-huh. It's saying that if you have an animal and you need to take the animal out of the pen, uh-huh. you pull it on a, a rope. Uh-huh. So you pull it out and then you get, because otherwise it's just going to sit there. So you have this, you know, ring around the neck, and then you have a long, a long rope, and you pull it out, and that's how you, you know, hey, Elsie, come on, let's go out to the field. So you pull Elsie out into the field, and then Elsie gets used to being out there eating the grass, and then at the end of the day, you're like, hey, Elsie, come on, let's go back home, and Elsie's like, <laughs> when you say, Elsie, you want to go out? She's like, come on, Elsie, and you pull her out. And then she starts to get used to it. And then when you say at the end of the day, Elsie is trying to go home, she says, oh. so you pull her back in. So that's why it says, pull them out and pull them in. So I guess it's sort of a play on words that it's, here it's saying in the Sikha that every aliyah from one level to level, when you go from the previous level to the next level, is through sheer. That's why Shabbos, you're going from the weekday kind of gullus mode to the, the, the Shabbos geula mode is a totally different frequency. You need to do it through song. The, right, the elevation of the world on Shabbos is through sheer. We, we, we do um, l'chadaydi. And we lift it up through sheer. Um, I mean, I think in most shows they sing l'chadaydi. You know, people are just, you know, they're really the sour guys. <laughs> but the Ikaraliyah of the Shabbos, so that means that you lift up all of the weekday through song on, uh, through singing when you start Shabbos. And there's a, that means that Shabbos has the ability to lift up the week. Shabbos has the ability to lift up the whole Gullus week, it, which is the world of struggle. Now, here's the question. Is there something that activates Shabbos? Is there a time that activates Shabbos to have this particular ability? Yes. There is 
there obviously has it doesn't just happen by itself. There obviously is something there's some energy that um that gives Shabbos the ability to do this. What is the energy that gives Shabbos the ability to lift things up? Shabbos Shira. Shabbos Shira is the energy that activates Shabbos or, um, to elevate things. All the Shabbos. Right. For the whole year. All the Shabbos. Yes. Are lifted up. All of the Shabbos are lifted up by Shabbos Shira. But what part of Shabbos? Shabbos does many things. One of the things that Shabbos does is it lifts up the world of struggle, which is the six days of the week, to a world of Geula, Shabbos, Yom Shekula Shabbos. So it gets its Kayach through Shabbos Shira. And from this, from Shabbos Shira, this Kayach goes into every single Shabbos. Um, and, and especially when Shabbos Shira happens to be, happens to be, connected every year with Yud Shvat. With Yud Shvat. And, and for us, it's between, it's between Yud Shvat and Chof Shvat. So we're talking about a Kayach. We know that Yud Shvat and Chof Shvat for us are really an elevation. Yud Shvat is the moment. Yud Shvat and Yud Al Shvat and Chof Shvat are the three phases that take Gullus and, and morph it into Geula. Like it says, we'll see in Chof Shvat, the three phases in the, in three historical phases that go, the world goes through to come from Gullus to Geula. It has to be a process. What's the Yudalus Shvat? Yudalus is the day after Yud Shvat, when we'll, we'll, we'll learn that hopefully next week. But well, Yud Shvat is the day, is the end of the whole Avaita of the Friedrich Rebbe, which is the Avaita of working with a world that does not want to hear truth and godliness. Doesn't, does not, opposes it, try it, chop off your head, God forbid. No way. No way, Jose. You Jewish people who represent truth, we don't uh, approve of, we don't, you're not, no, no, we don't, we don't want. And, and Yod Alashvat is the beginning of the Darashvi, the seventh generation, which is all about a generation of Gula. So we are, these are powerful days. Yod Shvat, Yod Alashvat, Yod Gimel Shvat, which is, um, represents Sher Nistara, and Chafei Shvat, represents Chaim Mushka. All of these days are steps in elevating ourselves and the world from darkness to light, from Gullus to Geula, from struggle to um, expansiveness, from constriction to expansiveness. And it all has right in the middle Shabbat Shira, because the whole thing is activated through song. Um, and, and when we're thinking about Parshish B'Shalach, we said at the beginning, Vahi B'Shalach Parah. Wait a minute. Paro represents to us, this is the darkness, the struggle. Paro is the reason that I struggle all the time. Paro is the reason I have bad hair days, you know, because he's coming, he's so dark and he's permeate, he just, he's, he just throws all his darkness on us. And, and, and he comes with a dark, 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 not only message, but a dark reality that is the opposite of truth, that pretends it's truth, and he has us completely confused, and we feel completely ungrounded and completely hypnotized by his darkness, and something in us doesn't feel good about it. So, by the way, at the end of the day, when we've been hypnotized by Paro about life is so hard, it's so terrible, so terrible, so terrible, I think the thing that bothers us the most is not how dark life is, which it is. 
but that we know that it's not real, that we know that there's another reality. And Paro says, yeah, what other reality? <laughs> Pollyanna, there's no other reality. You are fooling yourself. This is the only reality. <laughs> Crabby Appleton, robbed to the core. Right? This is the only reality. So what bothers us is the end of the day that seems like a terrible day, I think, is not so much that it was Rahmanuslan a dark day, but that we 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 were fooled and we let ourselves fall into it. We had a sense at the beginning beginning of the day that life is not easy, but there's a whole other conversation, which is life is very expansive. But throughout the day, Paro says, Don't worry. By the end of the day, you won't be thinking life is expensive anymore. <laughs> I'll tell you what to eat so you feel really lousy and tired and you have your and your allergies act up. I'll tell you all the wrong foods to eat and I'll convince you to eat them. I'll convince you to do all the wrong things. I'll convince you who to talk to so that you have a fight, you know. <laughs> and, and I'll convince you whom to sit beside. So that they annoy you, and then you know he says like, "Don't worry, I know my skill." He's like the ultimate power. Like I know the tricks of my trade. And by the end of the day, he's done so many tricky things. He says, "Now will you admit that life is hard and bad, and there is no gula? There's only gullus." Like I don't know. I think so. He said, "What do you mean you think so?" Say yes. I like yes, yes, yes. Is good. And then we feel really horrible. Because we sort of have a sense that it's he's it's not true. But by the end of the day, he beat us down so much, Paro, with his false message of it's all about Gullis, that and it's all life is just hard, 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 hard. And we pick the most ridiculous things. The parking spot. We, in other words, if, if thank God if we don't have real problems, we will create real problems. We can make yeah. problems out of anything. You know what am I getting? Oh no, what are you going to do with all of this cut up grapefruit? It's so terrible. Oh my goodness, who's going to eat it? Oh, you cut it up for nothing. Oh, it's so bad. We can even do that. Because the chemical, because Paro says, thank you for eating a piece. Because Paro says, I want you to feel bad. He said, I don't feel bad yet. He said, good, look at the grapefruits and see how many pieces there are in your leading suit, and it's going to be wasted. <laughs> Say, Right, whatever he can do, and at the end of the day, it's not that we're—it's not that we feel horrible about about the darkness. We do. I think we feel horrible about the fact that we were had, we were taken for a ride. He can, he said, "Do you agree now that there's only darkness and no light?" He said, "Yes, good. <laughs> Got it. Now go to sleep, and we'll start all over again tomorrow." Yeah, <laughs> that's. What that's Paro. That's what makes us feel like we had a terrible day. I lost. So says Tyra, what do you, you know, I said, what do I do? What do I do? He got me for the day. Tomorrow's the same thing. He said, sing. Sing, Eleanor, sing. There was, this, there was this woman we met many years ago. Remember, she told us she had she had a dream in which she was in a show or something, or maybe it was a show full, full of women. I don't know, whatever it was. And, and she walked up to the front, and they said, Sing, Eleanor, sing. And she opened her mouth and all this chazanas came out. You know, this. <laughs> so, sing. What is it? What, what should we do? This power is going to get me again and again and again. Convince me that the darkness is truth and that light is not truth. What do I do? What do you do? What do we do? 
A four-letter word. It's the only good. Usually four-letter words mean bad things. This one is a good four-letter word. Right, sting. We are going to transform the idea of four-letter words. You know, don't say a four-letter word. I will. <laughs> if you make me angry, I'm going to say a four-letter word. No, 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 please. It's not appropriate. I'm going to. If you're going to make me so angry, you're going to force me to say a four-letter word. Like, no, 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 please. There are children around. Don't do it. I'm going to say a four-letter word because that's how angry you made me. No, no, please don't say it. Yes. Sing. That's a four-letter word. Yeah. All right. Fine. So we're going to transform four-letter words, right? Sing. And singing lifts us up to a frequency where Paro can't reach. You never hear stories about Paro singing. You know, or like, you know, life is on, life is on. You know, you never hear song ideas about Paro singing. Your neshama sings, right? Your neshama sings. Your neshama is constantly a mode of singing. It is a completely different frequency, and it loosens up, and it lifts you to a place where you're like, what was I thinking? What was I thinking that I actually thought that Paro was right? How did he get me? So 